So welcome to our podcast, Curls and Conversations podcast, episode one. I'm Aaliyah. And I'm Dee. And today we'll be talking about Tyler Perry and all of his movie milestones and tragedies. Shenanigans. So before we even get into anything, we are going to first provide trigger warnings. There will be physical talk of physical and sexual abuse. And when we do talk about it, you're going to hear this sound, which means that we're going to get into the trigger warning again when you hear this sound we're going to be talking about physical and sexual abuse so the reason that we picked tyler perry is because you guys recommended it and also his recent film a fall from grace with which aired on netflix um about i would say yeah a month ago maybe like maybe two weeks yeah maybe like two three weeks ago and it took up media, social media attention. Twitter had a blast. Instagram had a blast. And it was mainly for the characters' wigs. It wasn't... Uja. It. They called it a, a fall from lace. <laughs> <laughs> because the wigs were lifted. Oh and it was God. just... A, it, we were surprised because Tyler Perry's quality of work, He, you know, he's a renowned director he's a renowned writer and for you to have this quality of work that you're debuting on netflix and it was also in some theaters it was very surprising that you have your workers and your actors looking this way exactly you know you have your own studio studio which is 330 acres 330 acres it's It's a lot of space (laughs) and opportunity to fix those wigs (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyway you guys recommended it so here we go At age 28, Tyler Perry funded his first play, I Know I've Been Changed, with his life savings of about $12,000. Unfortunately, only 30 people showed up to the play. But he was persistent, and he created his second play, I Can Do Battle By Myself, with the infamous character, Medea. Everyone loved Medea. Medea was like the mammy of the black household or the mammy in the film. She was the hardcore, I'ma shoot you if you try me, I'ma beat you up if you try my grandbabies. She was that character. Everyone loved her. And the best part about Medea was that it was Tyler Perry playing as Medea. He didn't get an actor or actress to play Medea. He decided to do it himself. So from all the success from the Medea plays, he took this money and created his first film, Diary of Mad Black Woman, starring Kimberly Elise, and if you don't know, she was from Set It Off. And from the success of this film, being a household name, Tyler Perry was able to create many more films after that, and television shows like House of Pain, Meet the Browns, and another movie, Medea Goes to Jail. You know I've actually never watched House of Pain or Meet the Browns at all. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I, wow. I mean, I, I've seen House of Pain. That's the guy that date the the gospel singer. No, that he don't date a gospel singer. The one with the the. Dad. Oh, you talking about what? The guy, Mr. What? Brown. Mr. Brown is married to Tamula um, Man. Tamula Man. She is a gospel singer. He yeah, is a gospel. See, I'm not, he's I'm a gospel wrong. singer also. He sings too. See, I, I knew. I'm. See, I knew. I was okay, about. but like. Yeah, I've seen, House of I've, Pain is 
Meet House of Pain was first, then Meet the Browns a spinoff. Yeah, so I've seen those. I think I don't know. I haven't really was. I wasn't really. House into of Pain it. is with the real, the big lady. Nah, she was dark skinned. Yeah, she was bigger. That. And then nah. other dark skinned man was her husband. And then they like had their family that lived with them, and they like basically took care of everybody. No, I, th- I think the first time I seen <laughs> any Tyler Perry film or movie or show, I think it was. Dang, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I think it was the first time I saw it. It was on BET, and. I didn't even pay attention to any of what was going on in the show because I just loved Medea. So let me ask you, like, what's your thoughts on Tyler Perry? Like, how do you feel about Tyler Perry and his movies? Personally, because I have watched Tyler Perry's movies, like, coming from a young age and, like, now growing up to reflect on them, I personally loved his movies. Um, They showed black representation. Um, I don't know. They just had a lot of, like, a lot of funny things happening like including trauma which was like you know a real thing which should have been shown but I guess like now as I'm older I can reflect even deeper on like how like some of his repetitiveness um specifically like him telling the narrative of black women when he's not a black woman um I have a problem with that uh so like okay what what's the first film that you could look back on and say okay this is this is problematic honestly Diary of Mad Black Woman because I understand things like that can happen do happen but it was just so typical like as I look back dark skinned man with a brown skinned woman been married for 18 years he's not happy whatever he's cheating on her and um, puts her out the house, mm-hmm. like physically, and like puts her stuff out without mm-hmm. her even knowing. Bring this other woman's stuff in, who is like, well, she she was like mad, like like high yellow, like light skin, like ridiculous. You say high yellow? I said high yellow. <laughs> like she was a light skin, like to the lightest of the skin that you could have got. Uh huh. Um, and then like. She she wound up the the U-Haul man who was Shamar Moore, light skinned man, telling her that she better, telling her she should do like she should do better and like all this other stuff. She need a better man and like kind of like put in his input where it didn't need to be put at that time because mm-hmm. she just got put out her house by her husband who she thought she loved and like that was like a very traumatic Whole moment thing, yeah. that I didn't ask for. <laughs> like you know, it was just a lot of like extraness that was just like. It was very sad. It was real, but I feel like in the end, it well actually no pause wait. Um, <laughs> she went back to him because when the her ex husband now when he had um, he got shot. Okay. And then he wound up being paralyzed. And guess what the light skinned lady did? That was his fiance. Up and left. Left. <laughs> Just dipped on him. Left. Dipped. She come back, take care of him. And then it was like this whole little section where she was kind of abusing him. Which, as I reflect, (laughs) (laughs) was not right. Uh But I understand why she did it. She didn't kill him, but she like, she was feeding him for like a day or two. He was crying. She like, it was was a mess. It was a mess. It was dramatic. It was a mess. Things like this do happen. But for to see it in the film and like to grow up with it, I feel mm-hmm. like it's very. What's the word? 
like tailoring mm-hmm. how you see dark skinned women and how you mm-hmm. see light skinned women and like how you see like a love hate relationship. And then it's like when that all was over, he was trying to marry her again, but she was like, no, I'm going to go back to this light skinned man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't it work was, out. Yeah. You know, I can applaud Tyler Perry for the work that he has done. Like he's put out films, put out TV shows that like everyone is just like, this is amazing. And he, you know, he he put out a narrative that wasn't in media before, which was black women getting abused by black men. Like that was never out there. I've like being a child and seeing that it was like, wow, you know, I know a lot of families that go through this and it's on TV Wow, like, and I think that's why a lot of people was drawn to were drawn to Tyler Perry because like we could see on TV what's going on in our household, right. and that can spark conversation. Like, girl, did you just see that movie when he was doing that? Yeah, like she should have left him. Mm-hmm. And then you know you could see it in your family like you need to do what Medea said, get that grits and get that hot pan and get the hell out of there. Exactly. You know, so like I can applaud him for that. But after a while, after you know three, four movies, it's like all right now gonna change it up or not like, like it's the same thing over and over again and i'm just like okay now you're just putting out some trauma that you know reinforces we, stereotypes yeah Ooh. that reinforces a lot of stereotypes <laughs> like the mad black woman the abusive black man oh and the light-skinned savior boyfriend husband and all women needing men to escape their situations right. um because acrimony <laughs> I can no. it shouldn't have been a thing it shouldn't have been um, no I was stressed watching that movie why would you be with this man for 18 years and he doesn't have at least a job <laughs> minimum a job like not even like <laughs> he's over here inventing inventing yeah I mean and thinking about Tyler Perry there's a lot of talk of like he's projecting in his movies he's projecting mm-hmm. and they're saying he's projecting his childhood trauma onto the screen. And, you know, Tyler Perry says, well, he writes all his shows and movies in less than a month and in two weeks because, you know, it's in his head. This is what's in his head and he just has to get it out. And um, that's how he's able to write those movies by himself. You know, so I mean, do you yes. think he's... Do you think he's projecting his trauma into his films? I mean, definitely, because just the simple fact of Medea being based off his aunt. Well, he never even said it. He never said it, but we all... I mean, no, he did say it in the Oprah interview. He he never said it was based off his aunt. He said it was based off of his mother. Remember, he was like, okay, so he... Basically, Tyler Perry did an Oprah interview, and he wanted to let out all of his childhood trauma and stuff that happened in his childhood. He wanted to get off his chest at the age of what? 40? Yeah, 42, 40, 40. Yeah. And he basically was died. talking about, um, yeah, his mother passed away, and he wanted to talk about what was going on, or what went on in his household. His dad was abusing him, was abusing the heck out of his mother. Um, when Tyler Perry was about six, uh, five, six, his dad was like repetitively, repetitively just beating him, beating him, beating him to the point where his skin was coming off. And when his father went to sleep, he ran to his aunt's house and showed his aunt what happened and the aunt went she got a gun and she went over to that house and brought that gun and pointed it at the dad's face and said if you do this to my nephew again you will find out and who does that remind you of 
Medea. But he never says it's based off. He says the strength is based off of his mother, you know. Which I understand, but I feel like the character, like, th- like a little bit of the essence and, like, mm-hmm. probably where that came from is, like, because Medea always got a gun. <laughs> she said pieces made of steel, and that's period. No, I'm period. <laughs> <laughs> and that's period. Yeah. I, but like I said, you know, he, he says in the interview that he's been abused, his mom has been abused, and that's what we see in the films women dark-skinned women black women are being mentally physically emotionally like spiritually abused by the hands of a black man and that's what you know he grew up with so i feel like that's the only thing he knows and that's what he puts in his like major movies you know yeah i feel like it's it's okay to project at some point in the early beginnings of your career because it's your art. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, in all the things that you do, he can project whatever. But my main problem is that he's telling these stories without consulting a black woman. Right. Like nowadays, right. that just makes literally no sense. Like, at all. Your abuse is your abuse. Your experience is your experience. Your mother's experience was her experience. You saw that, but you still cannot tell that story for her. Mm. And that's and that's period. And like, that's true. You can't like like he's literally <laughs> the only writer in the room. You're telling me you you went and wrote a fall from grace by yourself. You went and wrote acrimony by yourself. And it's all the leads are black women. It's not like it's a black man. Now if it was a black man, sure, bueno, go ahead. This is what you see. But it. It's black women. Like it's more of an observation, really. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> what I saw, and I think this is how my mom felt at the time. Exactly. Because he never says that they had conversation about it. He nope. never said anything like that. He never said this was my mom's words to me about her being abused. Mm-hmm. He is just going and think saying what he thinks should have happened. Like when you think back and look at um, what's the movie when Medea basically tells the girl get the pot get the grits and be his ass I think it's uh, family reunion yeah family reunion, reunion yeah. when the, the husband was abusive and then you know after a while after she got up the courage to actually be his ass mm-hmm. go back and be his ass not saying that's right that's domestic violence but exactly. like um, grits are hot as hell <laughs> <laughs> not saying that's right but like in his head it could have been you know this could have been my mom's way of you know retaliating so I'm mm-hmm. gonna put that in my art my mom should have beat my dad's ass mm-hmm. for what he did you know and, and I'm not gonna lie that was a great film i love it but then you know once you go deeper into the decade it's like tyler you know we need we need something different we need a new narrative or we need you to have other writers in the exactly because i'm just like in the in the time of like you know Issa Rae and Mm -hmm. like all these other great writers who are kind of like bringing like a more diverse narrative to the black identity it's just like we know this we honor you for all the things you have done Mm. But there needs to be a change. And mm-hmm. it's obvious that he does not like being critiqued. Oh, he does not. <laughs> he does not like being critiqued. He, At all. You fired your writers. Not that he, he just dropped them. He he fired them. And he wasn't paying them anything, y'all. No health, no dental, nothing. no 401k, nothing. Nothing. And he just fired them because he said his ratings were dropping. Dude, you wasn't paying them. You expect me to give you quality work when you're giving me $12? Yeah, and they were trying to um, union unionize as well. And he wasn't having it. Yeah. He said, oh, absolutely not. He said, I'm dropping y'all like hotcakes. Y'all not staying on my my label, no. And I'm just like, how can you be so, like, selfish to not want to pay your writers? Mm-hmm. And it's black writers, <laughs> and they help you write your first couple of films that were blockbuster films like breaking groundbreaking films and like, so you're gonna fire them because you're it's getting to his head 
The right. fame, in my opinion, the fame is getting to his head, and he is just like when you even listen to what he when he's talking um, to certain people or when he puts out videos. I wrote this by myself. I only did it in two days. I, how, when did he? How long did it take him to fil- film a fall from grace? Five days. Five days. And acrimony was three days. He he three. He boasted. Yes, he boasted about acrimony being three days. Oh my lord! <laughs> and those were horrible. Three days. And I think he's trying to show, oh, I could do this in three days. I'm the shit. Come on now. Like, you don't even write a, like, we're in college. You don't even write an essay the night before and then at least proofread it or something. That's my thing. Have somebody read it. Have a black woman sit there and read it. And I'm sure if a black woman sat there and read it, they'd be like, um, no, that's not it. Like, we're not. Nope. Go back. Reread it. Reedited it. Reedited it. Reedited it. And then go for it. But. Yeah. It's just, it's just too much, Tyler. Tyler, you need, you need help in the, in the sense that you need help with writing. You need people to help you write, and you know he don't take criticism so well. So you know if he hears this by the grace of God, he probably will air us out. So we're about to get into a segment called Twitter Talk Time, or maybe it could be T cubed. I think that's better. Yeah, T cubed. So when you hear this sound right here. That means we're going to start reading some of your tweets, some of your responses on Instagram, on our story, under our post, and in our DMs. So here we go. Somebody said, lesson learned from a hashtag fall from grace. One, black men in Tyler Perry movies are written one-dimensionally and overwhelmingly aggressive. Two, do not, don't trust any dark-skinned men in a Tyler Perry movie, including (laughs) Tyler Tyler Perry. Stop. (laughs) Three, you don't need a stylist to make it in a Tyler Perry movie. (laughs) Apparently you don't. And remember in the interview he said, um, I tell them before they get on camera to fix their wigs. They don't have a stylist to do that. Why I gotta fix my own wig? (laughs) By yourself. This is a movie production. And he has them fix their wigs by themselves. They're in Atlanta. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they could find what? Not even the best stylist, just a stylist. Well, on wigs, <laughs> someone else said from Twitter, they said Tyler Perry ordered these wigs off Wish. <laughs> <laughs> Wish, yo. <laughs> she was three ninety nine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, And then somebody else with uh, a supportive tweet said, this plot twist was wild and unexpected, but put some respect on Tyler Perry's writing abilities. Don't at me. (laughs) I'm going to at you. Because no. I mean, I actually, I would say the plot twist was the best part. It was. I could agree with the plot twist. The whole long, drawn-out story about Grace and how she was single, just recently divorced. It didn't need to be added. It didn't. It was so dragged out. But the social security part—that was fire. That was funny. We could we could give him that. that but I he, could give with it. But he just did too much with um Grace. That was a good story though. All right, next. Tyler Perry was homeless. Climbed his way through Hollywood. Created his own studio. Writes his own scripts and hires all black folk. You damn right I'm gonna support any and anything he puts out. 
and that's your opinion and that's what you can do I feel like but I still feel like at the end of the day we still supporting him by watching it and criticizing it right because like, A Fall From Grace is doing like numbers on exactly. Netflix huge numbers even though a lot of people hate it and like people want to watch it because they're like what's what's all the noise about exactly. what's, why do people hate it so much and in hating it or not liking it we're doing something good and he's going to continue to do it because he's like oh this is my number you see the numbers so I'm going to keep putting out what y'all are watching you know right it's not like you don't want a black man to win. It's just like, could you use your resources to produce better things that benefit us all now? Because, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> at this level in your career, a fall of, no, no, a fall of grace should have not been a film that you just put out your new studio mm-hmm. in five days. Okay. That's not cute. Okay. That's all I got to say. Oh. This one, me. Oh. And we got a message on Instagram that said, At first, I believe he wanted to provide a voice for the trauma of the black community, representation we didn't have ever. Hence, the first one, the first two or so Medeas. After a while, it became the same storylines with a predictable ending that suggested the trauma of all black women specifically endured. I think at this point, he is projecting his own undealt with feelings of trauma and Mm. needs to reevaluate the content he puts out because we are tired of the same storylines and that, quite frankly, are no longer representative but damaging. And that is true. I agree with everything that person said. And she spoke facts. Um, Next, all about the money likes oh so he's all about the money slash likes to showcase a lot of blackness i i don't know how to explain it i don't get the blackness part but i think the all about the money is like true it's very capitalist it's Mm -hmm. like he don't care how his movies really do because people are still going to watch them because he's tyler perry Mm -hmm. you know like now it's just the name like you're gonna watch it because it's tyler perry and then millionaire and right, and then everybody's talking about it, and then like he just had the studio. Like you're gonna watch it, like right. as a black person who knows who Tyler Perry is mm-hmm. in that sense. Like he has an audience that's probably gonna stay with him for a while. But as some people who are you know our intellects and mm-hmm. like to like dive deeper into like things that we view and we see, he needs to be criticized, and that's and that's period. And that's um. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get the a lot of blackness. I don't see the problem with a lot of blackness. <laughs> yeah. Um someone else said he needs serious help. He needs to actually hire writers, which we touched on, and then someone commented on that black women writers. Uh-huh. Um and get some better wigs. This person recommended Kendra's boutique. So Tyler, if you're listening, um, Kendra's Boutique at Kendra's Boutique on Instagram. Got some nice wigs. Shout out to Kendra. Don't know Kendra, but you got a shout out. Um, So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, If you disagree with anything we said, agree with anything we said, please DM us, add us, um, respond to us in a video. We would love to get you on the show and say what you want to say. Say your piece with um, our segment. And... Yep. See you next time. Next episode is probably coming next week or not because it takes a lot of work. But um, <laughs> we'll get it to you as soon as possible. Uh, thank you for listening.